not off. Like a million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. <laughs> Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock. My man, as always, Mojo Mutati. Mojo, we're going to start again with NBA superstar Ja Morant. The saga continues. The fallout continues. And uh, this guy is arguably the biggest young star, the best young star in the entire league is now starting to lose allies. People who have previously had his back who are now saying, hey, Ja, this is, uh, this is a mistake that we cannot get behind. And uh, they're basically saying, hey, this guy's got to get his act together, Mojo. One of those guys being Former NBA star Steven Jackson. Steven Jackson, who, uh, you know, look, he was never a guy who put up 30 points uh, a game, but was uh, for 14 years, uh, was a uh, certainly a valuable piece and one of the more popular players in the entire league. Now, a few months ago, Mojo, in March, after Ja had the first incident in Denver at that strip club where he had the weapon out, Steven Jackson, he had his back. And uh, you heard somebody, and we're going to listen to him here first before we hear the new Steven clip. Steven Jackson had had his back and said, hey, give this guy another chance. He's going to learn from this. So here is Steven Jackson back in March. I've made mistakes. I've made bad choices. It's about what you do after those bad choices, right? The only thing I would tell Jai, have the people around you that care about you and care about your job the way you care about it. Don't have people around you that care about your job because they care about what you're going to do for them. You made a mistake, bro. Mistakes have been made, everybody's made mistakes. But these same people are gonna be the same people that if something was to happen to you and you didn't have a gun and somebody something happened to you, they're gonna be the first people to say, damn, should have had a gun on them. Don't listen to nobody, bro. You made a mistake, so be it. The biggest thing is what you do after you made a mistake, right? They had a lot of things to say about me after the brawl. Are they saying them today? No, do you, Ja, just learn from your mistakes, dog. So Mojo, obviously that was March 6th, that was Steven Jackson. When Steven Jackson refers to the brawl, he's talking about the uh, malice at the Palace, which was one of the most ugly moments in NBA history where Pacers, including Steven Jackson, obviously fought with fans in Detroit. But Steven's point there was very clear. You made a mistake, you will learn from it now, and that's what's most important. Not the screw up, but where you go after you screw up. Well, we know where Ja went, and he went back to the same exact place, because two months after the fact, he, of course, on Instagram Live, right there, he flashed the weapon again, Mojo. But Steven Jackson's opinion, Mojo, very different now, was on uh, an I Am Athlete show. Very different take. Check it out. We can't go to bat for him this time. This was the dumbest thing he could have done. This is a moron move. Um, his parents should be embarrassed. Uh, his friends around him, that, that like we said, from the last incident, wasn't his friend. So it's just, it's just a up situation. But you, you, got, you got to really just put everything in his lap and let him deal with it. He got to deal with everything that comes with it because he done the same dumb thing again that he act like he went and got help for. Just like I told y'all, he didn't talk to nobody and get no help that fast. You know what I'm saying? It was no way. That, that was a publicity stunt. But this is all on him, and can't nobody defend him. And I won't. I, def, I definitely won't stand up and defend him because that was the dumbest thing you could have done. Wow, what a 180! But I gotta say, this is what happens when you become a repeat offender when you make the same exact mistake 
twice. I mean, let's just look at today's contemporary society. Everyone is so quick to turn on you about anything. The world wants to cancel you on a moment's notice. I mean, even if your friends, you know, don't turn their backs on you publicly, they might alienate or separate themselves for you because it's bad for their brands right. to be around you. They might lose endorsement deals. They might start getting questions by their teammates and, and their coaches and the press uh, about your, your involvement with any kind of athlete that's yeah. out there doing wrong. And when you're out there actually sticking up for a guy, lending your own personal credibility and your own platform and your own influence that you have spent your entire career building. When you give all of that to a friend and you tell the world this is a one-off mistake, it's not gonna happen, I believe in this young man, he's, he's going to do better, and then he does it again, it's almost like he's crossing you. He's making right. you look bad. Now, right. Steven Jackson's word means less because he went to bat for John Morant and that is why he's upset here. But to protect his own name, this is one way to handle this situation. And again, it's just, it's not the end of the world. He didn't fire the gun, he didn't shoot anybody, but it is the same stupid mistake twice with potentially buddies gassing him up to, to make this mistake, right. hyping him up, putting him in the wrong light. and. You just can't have this. Uh, look, they're going to act swiftly. The NBA already has. This is a problem, and, you know, he's just not getting the point. Special circumstances have to be applied here. Yeah, look, I, I promise you it's the last thing Stephen Jackson wanted to say about Ja Morant. And it's not over, but he's on the way, Mojo. This is two bad incidences now, and if he keeps going the way he's going, there will come a point where it doesn't matter how good you are. I think John Morant could look to a guy like Steven Jackson. Steven Jackson was never anywhere near as good on the basketball court, but he was a guy who, like he said himself, he had issues, he turned it around. Now Steven Jackson is one of the most respected minds, uh, voices in the entire NBA community. He's a He's an older guy that young players can look to as a role model, and uh, you can you can feel it. He's exasperated. John Morant can turn this around, but it's getting late early. The biggest free agent in combat sports is no longer. Francis Ngannou, the former UFC champion, has finally signed and Mojo, it's with PFL. Yep, PFL, one of the uh, biggest names in all of MMA. And that is where the Predator uh, will now call home. So Francis has signed a, a deal. And look, we said Francis was the former UFC champion. He was negotiating with the UFC. There were some things that Francis said he wanted, obviously, that the UFC was not ready to give him. But uh, at the end of the day, Francis found those things with the PFL Mojo. So he is going to be competing in the super fight division. That is the pay-per-view wing of the PFL. It's not that million-dollar tournament that they are most known for. He will fight on pay-per-view in what is going to be a big fight. We have no idea who the opponent is going to be. You've also got uh, Jake Paul. More on Jake in just a minute. You've got Kayla Harrison. So some of their biggest stars are part of this division. Not just that, Mojo. There is an athlete advisory board that Francis is going to sit on. 
and they are also launching a PFL Africa. Obviously, uh, Africa, uh, the continent where Francis was born, near and dear to his heart, believes that there's a lot of untapped potential in Africa, a lot of MMA fighters, and he is going to be uh, the chairman of PFL Africa as that moves forward and as they launch what they hope is a very successful organization there, Mojo. But this is big news. It's It's been... People have waited and said, hey, where's Francis going to go? And now we finally have the answer, and it's PFL. This has to be one of the biggest signings in the history of MMA. And I'm going to tell you why, Babcock. For years, the top talent in the world only really signed with the UFC. They almost had a monopoly on the market and mm -hmm. now we have the top fighters in the world going elsewhere and it seems like they're all headed to the pfl it's becoming the place to be and this is massive and I, honestly i love this decision i love that francis is betting on himself and he's going a different route and he's not not just being another fighter on the roster He's on the board. He's overseeing the company in an entire continent, his continent for that matter. This is huge. He is going to be more than just a fighter there. He's going to have equity in the company. He's not just a fighter. He's a business. He's a brand. And I love every single bit of it. Kind of funny that this is happening on the one-year anniversary of Sasha Banks and Naomi walking out of WWE to bet on themselves. Uh... I don't know. Maybe this is just the day to bet on yourself, Babcock. That's, that's what history's showing us. Hey, ne never a bad idea. Um, what's interesting here is that this, too, is just MMA. So Francis would theoretically have the ability to go out and take a boxing match. There have been some really huge opponents that have been rumored. Obviously, Francis and, and Tyson Fury once stood in a boxing ring together, and uh, it really seemed at that point that they were going to fight each other in boxing. It never amounted to anything, but with this PFL deal, it is still a possibility. Also, Deontay Wilder, Anthony Joshua, all the big, powerful star heavyweight boxers are still on the table. That's something that in all likelihood would not been an option if Francis would remained with the UFC. But with the PFL, uh, he will be able to box. So we'll see if that happens. 2024, the uh, the super division with PFL. I cannot wait to see Francis Ngannou, arguably the hardest hitter in all of combat sports, get back in that cage and do what he does best, punch people in the face. Mojo, I mentioned Jake before. Of course, Jake Paul is also signed to PFL. So Jake and Francis now under uh, the same organization. And just a few hours after the news broke that Ngannou was with the PFL, Jake Paul had this to say. Francis, welcome to the PFL. Everybody, it is official. This is massive, 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 massive news in MMA. We have some huge fights on the horizon. Congratulations, Francis. You deserve this. The best heavyweight in the world. You love to see the camaraderie here. The PFL guys all sticking together. Uh, they're creating something special over there. Maybe the best part about this, though, is that Ngannou actually picked Nate Diaz to, to win the boxing <laughs> fight between him and Jake Paul. Uh, but Jake's response to that was so lighthearted and that was hysterical. But yeah, just a monumental signing. I can't wait to see what's next. And yes, the availability to have super boxing fights outside of MMA, my goodness, that definitely was a factor here. And it's something that'll be just as good for the PFL in the end.
Coming up next on TMZ Sports, Steve-O throws out the first pitch at the San Diego Padres game. And we've seen a lot of really terrible celebrity first pitches, but Steve-O's was fire in the very literal sense of the word. I am telling you, you don't want to miss this. The, the hottest first pitch we have ever seen. That's next. TMZ Sports. If you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back, and you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Adidas, Macy's, or Levi's. And you can even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares that money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal, or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike and Mojo. Mojo, let's do some MLB oddities. It's been a minute, and uh, we're going to start with the star quarterback of the Buffalo Bills, who was in Toronto. He was at the Rogers Center, Mojo, before the Blue Jays lost to the mighty New York Yankees, 7-4. to And he was taking batting practice. Maybe I shouldn't be surprised by this because he's such a big and powerful dude, but Josh was raking. I mean, he was making solid contact, and uh, some of those were laser shots, Mojo. This dude can um, he can play baseball, too. Hey, man, Josh Allen taking a page out of Michael Jordan's book with this For one. Real. Dominate one sport, then move to the next. Of course, Josh uh, needs to do just a just a tad bit more in football to get on Jordan's <laughs> level in basketball. But he definitely has a better shot at being a better baseball player <laughs> yeah. than that tall feet for sure. But looking good, man. This guy's an athlete. I'm not surprised by this. Hey, look, we've seen uh, we've seen guys do it in the past. Uh, obviously, Deion Sanders, Bo Jackson, and Bo uh, absolutely incredible. And Bo had a very serious hip injury, which sort of uh, derailed his entire professional sports career. But man, yeah. Josh Allen, pretty impressive. Uh, Mojo, we'll stick with Major League Baseball. We'll go over to San Diego, though, from uh, Toronto to uh, San Diego. The Padres beat the uh, Royals, but before that, we had a pretty epic first pitch, Mojo. So we've seen a lot of celebrities who throw these really bad, really lame first pitches. Not Steve-O. Nope, not Steve-O. Watch Steve-O's very hot first pitch. Mojo breathes the fire. I don't know what that little toss up with the baseball was before. Don't get that part. Strike. Loved it. Very hot first pitch. I see what you did there, <laughs> you big cut. Good, good, good work. Good work. And I'm with you. I'm not sure what the little the little toss up was there. I mean, to add a little a little flair, a little pizzazz to the first pitch, maybe definitely totally pointless for for wow. the pitch itself. Um, cool photo I don't there know. though. Maybe that took a little speed off of it. That first pitch was a 
uh, quite slow, I'll say, but, but it was right there on the money and certainly wasn't, uh, wasn't what I was expecting. I mean, with Steve-O, you'd expect him to be standing where the catcher is, like signed right. up to get pegged by the ball <laughs> uh, in the head or something, somewhere else maybe, but uh, good, good pitch by Steve-O. I'll, I'll give it to him. I should have said he came with the heat, but uh, didn't come to me in time, and I've missed my opportunity. You know, Mojo, you I do have. Now. Yeah, he, he's looking at Steve, Steve-O with the heat. Beautiful yeah, strike, too. Uh, what I would like to see, Mojo, and I uh, think this would be perhaps the greatest matchup in baseball history, you may remember back the Savannah Bananas. Now, not a Major League Baseball team, but a minor league team. This man went to the plate with his bat literally on fire, didn't get a hit, got fouled off the ball. I would love to see Steve-O and this dude here face off, Mojo. Ball on fire, mouth on, everything on fire, and let's see who wins. So that's uh, my hope. The, the, hey. the pitch clock has made baseball more exciting. I think this is ultimately what you need to do to make baseball the most exciting sport out there. Hey, with the Savannah Bananas, baby, anything's possible. I think this could <laughs> be in our future say. for sure. Conor McGregor out in Beverly Hills Monday afternoon. We actually had a conversation with Conor. Look at that picture there, though. Nice, thick, big beard. Well, Conor McGregor hey. on Monday. Sporting a new look, Mojo, uh, out in Beverly Hills, uh, fully shaven, clean shaven. Also, daddy version of Conor McGregor, the softer side, the non-crap talking, the non-braggadocious Conor McGregor. Just happy to be out with his baby in California. Watch this. That's it, that's it, birthday boy tomorrow. Oh, Yeah, he's birthday. chill tomorrow. Oh, Say hello, guys. man. Hello. Oh, he's so cute. I mean, you know, you versus Michael Chandler, when is that going to happen? Soon, very soon. Very soon? Okay. An announcement like soon, announcement soon. Okay, it looks like you're in fighting shape. I mean, I heard you want to break the record for USC knockouts. I mean, how do you plan on doing that? Just get back to it. Get back to it. It's only one, I've only five, five uh, KOs to go. So I'm almost there already. He's certainly on his way, and Babcock, I think he shaved because he knew he couldn't compete with you in beard and hair game, and he knew something had to change, bro. No shot he was getting that one done, but yeah, I mean, look, Conor McGregor is a professional. He knows when to talk trash, when to, when to yeah. have fun, when to rile up his opponents or the fans. <laughs> he knows what he's doing. He knows the time is not when he is holding his, his two-year-old here. Uh, that would be a serious problem if we heard uh, vintage Conor McGregor fouting at the mouth holding this kid. Uh, I would be surprised even for Conor to, to do something like that. But uh, yeah, brother, look, he's, he's closing in on that record. Obviously, this is a guy that has, you know, in, in some ways almost become bigger than the sport. This is a guy that, that's done so many things. He, he's fought Floyd Mayweather. We're likely to see him inside a professional wrestling ring now with uh, with the mm. recent purchase by Endeavor. I mean, this guy's a superstar. We see him everywhere. So big things ahead for Mr. McGregor, uh, just with a different look. Yeah, uh, I, I will say this, Mojo. You without a beard, far, far more handsome than Conor McGregor. And he's handsome. Oh, ah! oh. Wow, is that what I would look like? That picture's a little old, though. I don't know. I, I have hair now. <laughs> See, yeah. Is this not that not real? I'm actually that's very interesting. Babcock, I've had facial hair since I was able to grow it. 
This is the first picture I've ever seen what I might look like without it. Good this work. is Photoshop. Uh, looks as real as could be, Mojo, and you look great. I mean, you look great with a beard. Look great without a beard, too. Good problem to have. <laughs> I'm a handsome guy. Mojo, before we go, uh, Conor McGregor also posted a um, pretty revealing, look at that, uh, Conor soaking up the sun. Not the best one to do it, though, yesterday, Mojo, because Martha Stewart, she's putting Conor McGregor to shame. 81 years old, the oldest person to ever grace the cover of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. Martha's going to be 82 this summer. She looks so fantastic. I don't care what the age, she looks great. And, uh, yeah, uh, I think Martha's got you beat here, Conor. I don't know. I'm not convinced that was Conor McGregor, actually. I thought that was you out there in L.A. Uh, you yeah, can't really see the face anyways. I mean, you guys, <laughs> everyone always gets you guys mixed up. It's like me and Travis Kelsey. So right. I, I think that's you. Uh, I, before I say something I shouldn't, I'm just going to end the show. Uh, check us out tomorrow, though. We're going to talk to none other than the former UFC. I guess I call him PFL star now. PFL star Francis Ngannou. Going to join the show, Mojo. Uh, we're going to ask Francis Ngannou, you know, everything. Who is he fighting? Uh, is he going to box? Lots of questions for the Predator. That's tomorrow, Mojo. And gosh, if that's not a great show, I don't know what. Getting the Predator on to talk about the new signing? Changing the game should, definitely should make it the best show since today. Hiya, Steve-O.